Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Money Stepper Q&A podcast, episode 40. What is the best short-term investment? Today's question comes from Mohammed on Twitter who asks a very short, a very sharp question, what is the best short-term investment? First of all, we need to address the language that Muhammad uses in his question. There's almost a little bit of an oxymoron here in short-term investment. In my opinion, short-term and investment aren't two phrases which are entirely compatible. The term investing is most commonly defined as buying an asset with the intention of earning a profit. However, with all investments come an element of risk. Whilst there are many types of risks to consider, they can all be mitigated through diversification of investments and, more importantly, over time. Take the stock market, for example. You could invest in an ETF which tracks the FTSE All Share. Based on historical returns, you could expect a total return, capital growth plus dividends, of around 8-10% to per annum on average. Now, whilst this is the long-term average, any one individual year could be very different indeed. For example, say you invested in the FTSE All Share for one year starting March the 13th, 2009. Over the next year, you would have received a positive return of 71%. Conversely, if you'd invested in the FTSE 250 for one year starting October the 10th, 2007, your annual return would have been a negative return of 41%. And herein lies the problem with investing in the short term. When most people think about money that they're investing in the short term, it's usually because they've got something in mind to spend the money on in a certain time frame. So say you've got a predefined agreement where you need to put down £20,000 for a deposit on your house in 12 months' time. And right now you've got £20,000 saved. Well, clearly the stock market isn't the right place for that £20,000 given the risk that it could fall by 40% and you'd only have £12,000 against the £20,000 you need in a year's time. So, Mohammed, you first need to distinguish between what is a short-term store of value, such as cash in a savings account or a current account, and what constitutes an investment. That said, some people do take this too far the other way, in my opinion. For example, in Q&A episode 32, and you'll find the link in the show notes, we looked into a theoretical example where someone was looking to save for a house deposit for an investment property in the next few years. And as a result, they kept £40,000 held in cash. Now, we considered that to be too prudent for this investor because although she was saving for a short-term goal, that goal was actually another investment. So it was more important for her to think about her overall investment strategy and what that money was earning in the short term. She was looking to invest in three to five years in that house, so the variance would be less if it was investing in the stock market over that time. But equally, if the markets did fall over five years... She has to think about possibility the house prices fall with that and the fact that she doesn't necessarily need to buy that property in year five because it's an investment property rather than putting a roof over her own head. 
So, Mohammed, what is the best short-term investment? There probably isn't one. Investments are generally best thought about in the long term, and short-term goals are usually most appropriately achieved via storing the value of the cash and protecting it from the downside in that short term. Many people may suggest peer-to-peer loans as an alternative to savings accounts. Whilst not being a terrible idea, it's important to understand that peer-to-peer lending probably is more akin to stock market investing than it is to savings accounts. It's important to understand the difference between getting 3% guaranteed return from your bank in your current or savings account and getting, say, 5 to 7% average returns from peer-to-peer loans. See, whilst peer-to-peer seems like it's less variable than other long-term investing, it's important to note that it's a relatively new technology and it hasn't been stress-tested yet by a significant recession and or credit crunch. So to conclude, if you're saving for short-term expenditure, it's probably easier to keep your money in cash. Then for everything else that's an investment, consider that as part of a long-term investing strategy. That way, whilst it may not be 100% optimal in maximising your returns, you'll make sure your variance and your risk is managed for yourself and it's pretty safe advice. I hope that helps, Mohammed. If you've got any questions related to personal finance, whether it be investing, whether it be saving, budgeting, whatever it is, you know where we are. You can head over to the show notes this episode, or if you go to moneystepper.com forward slash submit a question, you can send your question to us there. It'll be great to hear from you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.